ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 12 of the Hungry Bear Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Harrison, the Bearson, and actually, I'm not even in this podcast. I haven't even listened to it at all, but I hope you enjoy. Um, we have Rooster the Killer Dogged is in the building, and Ryan the Baby Bear Jonas, they host together, as well as our producer, uh, Caleb Hall, um, spin some hot takes and some hot cakes. So hey, enjoy. This is the Hungry Bear Podcast. Breakfast is ready. Good sake, it'll be cold, not hot. Which well, I've always why had is that? that if you heat it up, you're trying to make more out of it. And you, since it doesn't have much depth to it, you just make it hot. But Oh, uh, like, like every tea ever? Yeah. Sake is a but, Japanese beverage made well, from fermented rice. Well, this is the Thirsty rice. Bear podcast, and we're coming sake. at you live. Um, sake. So, if you could tell by the intro, uh, Barrison is not with us this week. Uh, Jonas, do you want to explain why the bear is in hibernation? He is in hibernation, visiting his home den of <laughs> Kansas, Way where, too many. Yeah. where he went to surprise his family, who surprised him by being on vacation. <laughs> How do you not check before you go to surprise your family and say hello? How do you not check to see if they're going to Just kind of be like, hey, you know what? What are you guys doing this weekend? You know, if I were to, you know, just pop into your lives, just give you I a think, call. I think that that's know? a statement on uh, his relationship with his with his parents, don't you yeah, think? He's just a statement on how poor of a planner he is. <laughs> We still I, love th- him, I think that's like one of those great moments in in history, TV sitcom history, <laughs> where I'm sure we can all think of moments in our lives where we have had like events that happen where like we look back on we're like, hey, that could have been in a TV show, because that's how I could have been in a TV show. Uh, so filling in for the Barrison tonight is Caleb. Producer in the house. I guess you're producing and recording right now, which is a double Ooh, shift. Double dip in here. So we're, we'll, we're, we're paying you double time. Absolutely. I feel like this is a big moment in, in the podcast history. This will either be a point that we'll look back on and be like, this is where the podcast either became great or just completely. Just total shift. 180. Rock Here's bottom. The shift. <laughs> it became like like a, a forensics, like kind of like a, a, a police what, what day is today? Um, we need to go ahead. Yeah, August 10th. Yeah, August 10th. We'll document it. Uh, it became about crimes in our area because Caleb is an aspiring policeman, uh, for those of you who don't know. Anyways, we're glad to have you on the podcast as, I guess, a guest slash well, host, since you're filling in for Bearson. Yeah. After um, all these years. It's, yeah, finally it's, getting it's your shot. Finally it. getting your, your discharge. Um, <laughs> so we've got Maybe we've move got, on from that. We've got a number of um, uh, trailers we're going to talk about. Uh, Jonas actually just saw the Black Klansman, right? and I. This is total curveball being thrown at us right at the beginning. 
I didn't know you were going to see this movie today. But I didn't really even wanna, know I was going to see it today. you want to talk about it at all? Or? Um, I was initially thinking about going to see MI6, and when conversing with uh, David Sanderlin, who, D-Law, who's been on the podcast before, he had already seen it. And so we looked at movies and was like, oh, Black Klansman's out. Caleb, this you, looks you've seen MI6, right? I have. Am I, I think, the only one here that's seen MI6 at this point? Jonas, you haven't seen it? I have not seen it. That's me. why I was planning on seeing it, but... Interesting. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, me and the Barrison went and saw it last Saturday, and I gotta say, you know, uh, I, we'll, we'll talk about it, I'm sure, next week, but I was... I was I was happy with it. Really? Yeah. I, I wasn't planning on going to see it. I went because I was invited, and <laughs> and it was. Because no, I had no other choice. I <laughs> invitation because it was only coming along every now and then. I was pleasantly surprised. But we'll talk about it more. I'm sure the Barrison wants to wants to talk about it. <laughs> okay. So Black oh, yeah. Klansman. Black Klansman. It. I, it by, definitely wasn't by as Spike Lee, right? Yeah, it's by Spike Lee. It's got Adam Driver in it, and it. Driver. It does have a. I figured it to be a little more of a comedy. A little more of a comedy aspect to it, and it was funny, um, but it still was a really well put together movie, and it maybe it was just a little more politically charged than I would have initially expected. I'm not um, surprised th- at all that it was. I would yeah, I guess charged. I just it was less comedy and more. I I figured it being more of like a fifty fifty, especially when you like in the trailers they had so many of these scenes of you know he's just talking on the phone. He's like. Yep, I hate all black people, and he's like on the phone with them, and he's like, well, he's doing like a, a white yeah. yeah, and so it's just like it's it's ironic well, yeah, and funny. The, the trailer like and, appealed to like as as unserious, if you will, of an audience as possible, or like as wide of an audience as possible as trailers are supposed to. But then, like, I'm not surprised at all that you say it was politically charged. Yeah, like, and it, you actually get to. Mm-hmm. And it tells a, a really funny, interesting story um, that uh, is the main character actually wrote a book. Um, is it like a true, a true story? No, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's about uh, Ron Stallworth, Stallworth and he, and the end, at the end it's, he talks about it. it's like it's based off a book that he wrote, and so I don't know if it, and it's out of Colorado Springs, right, Ooh. just of a <laughs> east of us here, so it's, you, you know it's straight close to home. <laughs> but it definitely, um, of course, it talked about it's a it's a retro. It's set in 1978, and it then kind of obviously it shows that tension then, but even then at the end, kind of. I guess kind of a spoiler. Not much of a yeah, spoiler, I, but I like they it. show like how it's even relevant in today's society, and how it is so still prominent today. Yeah, I guess it was really eye opening. And have one of those like those endings. It's like this is a like still a thing, you know. Like, but it it still is like it's still it's a thing, a but it just has a I guess a different look to bad, it. But, um. So, so I, I don't really want to like get too much in this movie because I'm sure not many people have seen it but like if you would you recommend seeing it yeah I would definitely recommend seeing it go see it like I said it's funny you won't be disappointed really yeah that's a big statement there bud mm-hmm. just going with I mean for going in for just a strictly a comedy 
there's other movies. If you're going for strictly action, there's going to be other movies. But this is just like a good, solid movie. Like you're going and you just want to be entertained. And I loved it. It was great. If I were to rank it, I'd probably give it a seven. That's that's six point five. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so Caleb, I, I guess we'll get into like the what we actually had on the docket today. Um, now, um, you want to talk about some horror, right? I think like we haven't really talked about much horror on this podcast. Because so I don't like it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not a horror movie guy. So I don't we, think we any talked. of us are. Mine is Dante because it, oh, the only Dante, time Dante wants to be because he's like it's like edgy to be horror movie. Guy, oh yeah, you know? the one guy that enjoys them. Is not here. Well, but we also <laughs> so we talk about him. <laughs> we we talked a little bit about a quiet place, but I don't know that that almost. I think it fits, fits under a thriller. Yeah, that that's kind of a different thing. So it's yeah, a thriller, and I'm not sure if thriller. this film. So we're gonna look at Slender Man. Is it Slender Man? Slender Men? Uh, Slender Man. Yeah, Mr. Slender, Slender Man. <laughs> <laughs> Slim Jim. <laughs> Slim Jim. James P. Slender <laughs> Mr. and his middle name is Slim Jim, Jim gone bad <laughs> Slender Jim man um, So this is interesting So I actually I thought that this was I thought that the Slender Man was Some kind of historic monster That had been around for <laughs> Keep, keep drugging. <laughs> keep drugging, Yeah, it's, um, I thought I thought this guy had been around for a while. We actually did some research, and is he a monster or is he a man? Well, I, I think that that kind of depends on how he may not consider <laughs> himself a monster. monster? Um, but yeah, so this he's only been around since 2009. He was created during an internet contest, basically to design this this monster. And these guys, they In created 2009. Him. Yeah. Yeah, 2009, these no guys way. I feel like he dates back before that. That's not what our research shows. I mean, oh. no, don't, don't, don't double-guess hey. yourself. I mean, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. keep... Oh, yeah. Now, Slid- now I'm typing. He's spelling, <laughs> spelling Slenderman <laughs> totally wrong on our screen. Oh, sorry, yeah. guys. No. <laughs> sorry for our illiterate producer here. It's good. Um, <laughs> the problem with my microphone is I don't want to have my... my Laptop right yeah, the you microphone. Don't, you don't yeah. know what it's like, like to be the talent He's going yet, back and oh, yeah. forth here. Um, I always understood it as because there was a game, Slenderman game, that where you had to search for these clues that you're you're going from. You're obviously like in this woods, and they had this like cabin in the woods, and they had different, I guess, series of them, where then you had to find certain clues, but every time. You would see the Slender Man. He, like, obviously, like as they say, like you can't unsee him. But then he would be getting closer and closer and closer. And so, if you keep on seeing him in the game, there's only like a certain part that you can get to. So, Either like you so die yeah, at you, or, like an early point, or you like keep on getting farther. Well, you see it as, as a as a video game, right? For and that's what it started as, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, I guess we didn't really mention this earlier, but they're making a movie out of it. And it's upon it's based upon that premise where, you know, I think Caleb knows more about this than I do, because um, he's producing knowledge. Um, but it's it's based upon the premise of the video game where, like Jonas said, you can't unsee him, and he like gets in your head and, and keeps getting closer and closer and closer. But I mean, I, I I never played the video game. Like I don't even know what exactly. I've just heard like 
All I know is Slenderman is a tall guy. He is He's tall. like Yao Ming you trying, are trying Slender to say Man, hello, dude. you know? Wait, how tall are you, Kelly? I'm 6'4". And Slenderman right. is right. how tall? 6'4". So, from what we've been able to ascertain, Slenderman's going to be... <laughs> he's he's somewhere between 6'7 and 15 feet tall. Whoa, depending, what? Depending on the situation. <laughs> he's almost pretty big 7 or double that. I guess no one's seven ever feet. really been able to get close enough to measure. Yeah, every time they measure him. But they Yao Ming is 7'6", right? Yes. Okay, so I'm even taller than that. No, I think yeah, I mean it's seven six. Yeah, I think. I remember, I watched a basketball game. He was playing in Denver against the Nuggets, and I saw him trip. He was trying to do like a a vine, like change from backpedaling to then moving forward, and vined with his feet, and he fell. And it took what seemed like close to an eternity for him to hit the ground. It took literally a vine for him to fall. Yeah, he's down seven six. six. He is seven oh. six, three hundred and eleven pounds. He's probably the skinniest three hundred and eleven pounds <laughs> well, you're so, ever yeah, going to see. What well, I said earlier, <laughs> Wing pants. With how skinny Slenderman is, it's almost like Yao Ming trying to just say hello. You know? Yeah. I mean, Yao Ming, he seems like a pretty awkward guy. If Yao Ming had in, in oh, any interview, so maybe maybe Slenderman is just based upon Yao Ming. I mean, the tallest guy ever, the tallest human ever recorded was, uh, I think, like an inch short of ten feet tall. God, that's that's too much. Let's just it was, look is it up. just short of. Ever. But he only lived to be like twenty something years old. No, in nine feet Wadlow. tall. He only lived to be twenty seven, right? Is that uh, right? Eight yes. foot eleven. Yeah. He only. Um, okay, so he was an inch short of of nine feet tall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at that point, your heart has such a hard time pumping blood through its whole body that it, you just die. So. That's that's he. Uh, <laughs> Robert so was fifteen feet tall. He perished he at a very young 11. age. Well, now we're perishing. You can understand his. You can understand his toil at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a relatable character at this point. <laughs> Absolutely. Why would you? Oh, good oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Just look, look up, up pictures of Robert Wilder, the tallest man ever, and as you can ascertain, to use Caleb's yeah. word, great word, he doesn't dude. look like a normal human. Coffin was 3.28 meters, 10 foot, 9 inches long. Wow. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Slender Man. He, he was pretty skinny, Standing too. up. Um, Slender Man the movie. Mm-hmm. Caleb, do you think it's going... I mean, obviously, do you think it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. good at it's all? It's cool to see, like, a video game become a movie, but do you think it's going to be worth seeing at all? I mean, from the trailer, what did you ascertain? I'll be honest, I've and I've seen the trailer a couple times at this point. I'm not real fired up about it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a big horror guy. Um, None of us are. But yeah, I think that might be part of the problem. But he's just not. He's not one of those monsters that I can get really. I can get really fired up about. But so basically, there's not exactly the, any depth to yeah, Slender Man. Like you don't really ever isn't. get have an interaction with him. It's only you just see him from afar. And then you're gone. Yeah. yeah. So basically, what. From what we, we know about the trailer is that there's this girl that goes missing and her friends start trying to, everyone starts trying to find them. Their friends are going on her computer and stuff. We find out that this young lady, before she disappeared, summoned this guy somehow and Ooh. now she's just gone. And I guess we, these kids are looking for her. They start having interactions with them and they start disappearing one by one. Uh, it's it kind of, I mean, 
the 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 monster is different, but it sounds like every other horror movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got one person; they just disappear one at a time. Until it's just playing on the off. fact yeah. that it's Slender Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and looking incredibly slender. Up movies, <laughs> video games that then were made into movies. The list includes Prince of Persia, Ooh. Warcraft. Uh, that's after, a video game. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, really? it was a video game before the movie. I guess I'm too young. <sighs> Need for Speed. Um, that was bad. And then also Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. There's a there's another list of other movies that I mean Mortal Kombat. Did anyone, did anyone uh, hear Resident Tomb Raider? Evil. Uh, I've seen Tomb Raider. Speaking of Laura evil, Croft. evil as you say. Okay. Evil. Um, Caleb and I watched Evil Genius. Well, we've watched three of the four episodes of Evil Genius. I hate to break it to you, bud, but I just recently watched. Did the you watch episode? So without you. I wanted to do it because I wanted to ask you what your expectation. I don't know if anyone's seen Evil Genius, but it's a Netflix original. Um, story about a about a bank heist or a bank robbery heist. Um, it's, the pizza, it it's a pizza. It is bizarre. I mean, it's it. To me, it sounds like um, one of the serial podcasts. I mean, it's basically a podcast very much put so. into a Netflix uh, special, as this podcast soon will be. Um, but yes, uh, it it sounds like an S Town or like a, a serial podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, put into Netflix, but uh, it's really interesting, and I want to see. Caleb's seen three of the four episodes. What your expectation is for episode four? What your thoughts are leading up to now? You know what? Like, what's your view of the of the series so far? So I have to. I think it's really well done. I think they do a really good job of kind of leaving it at least to where we are where you really don't know you can kind of get an idea of who did it the way episode three ends is that you kind of see there's this whole web because at first it's like okay we're looking for one guy maybe one girl we don't know um and now we're at the point where there's like possibly seven or eight people involved in this Um, at least 87 people involved yeah yeah pretty much the entire town (laughs) um but so Pennsylvania the question is now is uh, is Wells the guy that was killed the the guy that had the bomb around his neck was he involved at all or did he know what was going on um and so I'm kind of curious to see I haven't done a whole lot of research on this case I mean I, I it was something that I was kind of aware of but I've never really taken the time to look as, and see what happens as an aspiring um police officer or or narc um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. as an aspiring Pig. police officer um, what are your thoughts on like how how that aspect, the, the investigation aspect of this documentary has been um, portrayed? Like, do you have any any thoughts about? How you mean like the way the the filmmakers are investigating it, or yeah, like the filmmakers are are kind of taking a lot of legal liberties to investigate, but also how the actual FBI investigation has been covered. Um, do you have any holdbacks about that? You know, so in a lot of these documentaries, you saw this a lot with um, Make Him a Murder, uh, Serial, obviously. The Stephen Avery story. Oh, yeah. Um, where these people are going in, and they're really digging up on these these cases. And I, like I said, somebody that um, 
has studied law enforcement and is, is looking at that as a career, that, that kind of stuff really fascinates me. So this, I think, kind of goes a lot along the same path that those series have taken. Um, and I've been impressed. I mean, they, they've, dug, they've definitely dug up some stuff. This, I think, is... I believe this is a close case. I don't... Like I said, I'm, I'm waiting to see the last episode because I want to know for sure. Um, but I believe it is. And so this guy is kind of looking at it from that perspective. I think a lot of what he's doing is trying to figure out why it happened the way it happened. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I've, I've been very... It's it's Very an intriguing series, and I, I love that it's honestly love that it's four episodes. They didn't drag it out more than they had to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you'll necessarily be satisfied at the end. Um, some answers or some questions are answered, but um, it's still it's one of those things. It's like you know you just you honestly kind of want more, but they 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 do leave you. Wanting but I feel more. like I it's, that's, it's that's true. A, a good thing for for a documentary to do. With mm-hmm. like you're saying with those serial, I know you listen to S Town and I've listened to a couple of serial podcasts as well. But you're always thinking like, you're saying like you think you know who's done it, and all of a sudden you're like, eh, I don't know anymore. Like all this new evidence yeah. comes up, and then at the end, you think you're hoping it would come to this like grand conclusion of like aha, like you, but you don't get that big aha yeah, moment. Exactly. It's kind of a, here. I'll, I will make this one prediction. Because um, at this point, I think we, we it kind of seems that we know who all's involved. I will say I think I might be completely wrong with this. That's why I wanted to make this prediction before. Because then next week I can look back and be like, "Hey, that was stupid." Yeah, I'm an idiot. I think yeah, you're dumb. <laughs> I think Wells was involved in some way because I, he was, and I just remember watching this footage of him in his final moments, he seemed way too calm for somebody that has a bomb strapped around his neck that doesn't know whether or not yeah, it's real. Yeah, he's, he's robbing after, the bank. After yeah. he blew up, it's like, why are you, like, so calm? Why are you just laying there? You yeah, know? why was he just sitting there not, you know, <laughs> I don't know I don't know what I would do if I had a bomb strapped to my chest, but I don't, I don't think he realized that it was live, but... I mean, he could have been on drugs. Well, probably was on drugs. We did see, (laughs) Dila and I did see, like, a straight-up drug deal go down where one of the guys at this stoplight was literally, like, hugging. There's three people there. Two people are doing the drug deal, and then one guy's just hugging the the street pole as he's doing this. Not inconspicuous. (laughs) It's like, drawing attention to yourself. Going on, like, one guy's high as a kite hugging this pole, and the other guy's just like, you're just giving me more drugs, man. I can't believe you gotta go get him right now. You gotta (laughs) love Colorado, man. This is just, this is the land of the free. Oh, gosh, these guys are, no. Okay, so, so, yeah, evil genius, obviously... Highly suggest seeing it. Oh, um, absolutely. And yeah, it's almost like um, if you've listened to any of the serial podcasts, it, it sounds like that. I feel like it adds like the visual element that you're always painting in your head as you listen to the podcast. I was honestly impressed with how they. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of became apparent that they really didn't have a whole lot of footage, um, and they actually filled the the void. The void, yeah, uh, pretty well with whatever footage they did have. Anyways, um, that was a a real, (laughs) a real good segue there. Um, you got a segue? That's cool. I feel like we've, we've only been talking about villains tonight. Like in Evil Genius, it's like all these like mastermind villains almost being focused on. 
Um, what was the one we talked about first? Slenderman? Yeah, Slenderman is definitely a, well, so not exactly good, a relatable villain, <laughs> but a villain nonetheless. I've got good news for you. Our, uh, our next topic is Venom. Venom? I just met him. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Jonas, we, you've seen this trailer? Yeah, right? we've all seen the trailer, yes, I think. Okay. I have. Thoughts? I'm really excited. I'm, there is a side of me that is timid knowing that you know, the last series kind of on this thread that Sony did was Spider-Man 3. Is Sony still over Spider-Man? <laughs> uh, no. That's that's embarrassing. Barrison would know the answer to that Look question. But producer, I I believe it is just because it looks like connections oh, yeah. are already being yeah, made from Venom to Spider Man, and we know that Venom is Sony. So okay. I believe that they yeah. are. Um, I'm I'm excited. Like, and you Tom Hardy. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I'm to, like Tom Hardy's in here to give a Barrison quote. And also, uh, was it Riz uh, Ahmed? He's the the pilot Riz in Rogue One. Oh, Riz Ahmed. Yeah, Riz Ahmed. Yeah, and also you have Rizzo Woody Woody Harrelson well, in it. So. Woody Harrelson's in it. Yeah, hey, yeah. get excited, dude. He's, uh, <laughs> Woody Harrelson excites me. Yeah, that's good. Woof. <laughs> um, I love I've just the line seen... in the trailer. It says, "Sorry, go ahead." Oh, I just you you say your line. Okay, cool. Um, I love the line in the trailer. that says, "The world has enough superheroes." Um. It's kind of like the the closing quote. I mean, yeah. that, that to me is kind of the embodiment of like, I almost, at this point with Marvel, I have a little bit of superhero fatigue where it's kind of, it feels like the same story over and over and over again. I mean, we keep doing these like, you know, go back to the beginning and it feels like, you know, every origin story is pretty much the same, but I don't see how Venom can be like that. Like, I, I feel like, you know, Marvel is, is purposefully taking a new stance or, or, or you know, kind of taking a new direction with this movie. Um, I'm really happy with the direction they're taking. And, I mean, just like with, with Spider-Man, um, it feels like they're kind of redoing or, or you know, I think, again, there's, there's some fatigue with, like, origin stories, but to redo him in a better way. Obviously, Topher Grace wasn't exactly a very satisfying Venom the first time, you know? Um, but uh, <laughs> it, it looks like it's kind of setting up for... with super, Eric Foreman, isn't that? Yeah. Very, uh, with, uh, with Spider-Man being, being done better, I think, this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, with Tom Holland. Um, I Tom think they're, they're kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I'm think they're kind of, you know, rebranding, if you will, Venom as well. And that kind of looks like it's setting up for um, a Venom versus Spider-Man movie, you know, I think in the next in the next five years at least. Do you know what this movie is going to be rated? Like PG-13? So I actually, I actually just I know it, it says it's going to be... Rated R. I think the assumption that is that it's going to be rated R. Really? It's a it's a fantasy science fiction. It even said horror to it because it does. I mean, in the trailer, you have him pretty much like when he is holding the cop, and 
yeah, he has some like some line like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this," and then pretty much like is about to eat Just this about dude. He has an yeah. R-rated Marvel movie, and so I mean, it looks very dark in it. Which I mean, know. I think you have to be if you're if you're really gonna do yeah. justice to Venom. I mean, Venom was one of my favorite villains mm-hmm. um, growing up, like in the Marvel universe, and even oh, agreed. like he kind of honestly. You uh, you forget about Topher Grace, obviously. You forget about you, sh- you forget about 3. that whole Spider-Man series. Yeah, like, like, let's just like pretend that, it didn't happen. That honestly didn't ruin Venom to me. Like Venom is so much more. He's he's kind of um, a little bit of an enigma um, in the uh, in the comics, and to finally get um, you know even like what it, it's kind of I equate it to Star Wars with Darth Maul to finally get. You know, a full, almost expose, if you will, of this really cool um, villain. Like, it feels like, you know, finally. Like, it feels like finally we're going to get justice done to this to this character. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I think... Uh, I think I've... Okay. Um, I just think I've seen enough good things from the trailer that make me really excited about it. Having seen, like you said, Venom done so poorly and having grown up seeing how awesome he is as either like in the comics or in the cartoons and to kind of be let down in the original trilogy of Spider-Man and then it's just been this thing cast aside for a long time. Well, yeah, Marvel Marvel's done a really good job recently with villains, and that's that's a mm-hmm. big plus to me that they're actually focusing totally on a villain or on a villain. But um, like uh, you look at Thanos, you look at Killmonger. Even though to oh, me he personally, was so he, bad. Was, he was he was yeah, bad. incredibly oh, underwhelming. Gosh. They they just messed up on that um, one, but it's okay. But I mean, the general public loved Killmonger as a villain. Um, and then even if you look at Vulture in the last Spider-Man movie, you know, it's yeah. these villains that are pretty honestly relatable. Like you see, you see where they're coming from. Like they're, they're almost justifiable from their standpoint. Um, and so it's going to be at least intriguing to see how they use, you know, almost the focal point villain. Like obviously Venom's the main character of this movie. Um, not only as the main character, but perhaps even as the anti-hero. Hmm. Um, and I, I don't know, like to see to see the villain that Marvel's done so well recently um, as the focal point. I'll be really intrigued to see how that you know develops, how that turns out in the end. So to go back to your question about the rating earlier, so this looks like Sony is actually really going to try hard to make this not an R-rated film. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming, I guess, language is going to be... They're focusing more on the violence and trying to keep that Mm -hmm. on the PG-13 side. What do you think about that? I think they're appealing to a younger crowd. So when you think of superheroes, you think of supervillains, so many of the younger crowd is going to want to be drawn towards that. Like, you're not going to have... Those are 18 and older. It's a smaller window of, you know, like, 18 to 30 that you're appealing to rather than 13 to 30. Why do you say that? I just... I mean, I don't think you just don't see as many adults. Because when you have kids, you're not going to... 
and then be like, oh, hey, like, I'm going to go. I feel like there's one, you have less time in that, you know, once you turn 30, I mean, usually you have, probably st- statistically, you have younger kids. You're not going to be going out as much, and then you're not going to choose to see a movie like this. I don't know. I think 30, like, I mean, obviously, it's and just don't go number, out. Like, I think older people, like, they would actually re- or know more about Venom. You know, yeah, like if and Venom I can see that. He hasn't been a focal point recently, but like, he was—I mean, Spider-Man's pretty much his main villain. Yeah. Um, hmm. With the Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah but I mean, this is one like, of the main villains. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, older people know about him. I mean, a lot more than probably I even know about him. Yeah. I like, think it's to see him in this light would be. I think what Marvel's been doing a lot recently is playing to nostalgia. I mean, maybe it doesn't appeal to a younger crowd, like you were saying, because it's, I mean, almost a horror movie. But, like, I, I think, I, I, I disagree there. I think that it appeals a lot to an older crowd. I think it does. I think they're just trying to widen their reach. Like, I'm agreeing with, you, with what you're saying, but I think they're also going to play with the curiosity of the younger generation that maybe doesn't know about them. But would still want to see this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, a lot of these villains, we're looking up all of Spider-Man's main villains, and they're not... I have not seen... Yeah, I don't see Green Goblin. I mean, Doc Ock. Um, one, you don't know like, Warlon? Kingpin yeah. was more of a daredevil... Um, yeah, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He's was like Daredevil's main villain. Um, Have y'all seen Green Goblin come across? Oh, there he is. He's like the twentieth one listed. Well, I feel yeah. like Hobgoblin was honestly a bigger villain than Green Goblin to, to Spider-Man in the comics, mm. which was Green Goblin's son, I believe. Shathra, how can we forget? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Black, Black Tarantula. Intimidating name right there. And then there's Tarantula. <laughs> oh, and Big Wheel. <laughs> Big <laughs> Wheel? Okay. Here, click on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking him up right now. All the tricycles come up. That's yeah, he was big. Dude, only <laughs> 70 bucks. You should, get, you should get one for your Jamaican child. <laughs> Jamaican Peruvian? child. Is it? No, for, I'm talking to you, uh, That's for you, Jones. Oh, me? Yeah, I remember when we, when we revealed um, oh, a couple podcasts ago that you have a Jamaican I have, uh, I've suppressed that because it, I don't Big think Wheels, I can, from your time in I can handle having a child at this point in my life. Big Wheel's first appearance was in a comic in 1978. What is he? Uh, he's a big wheel. <laughs> no, I mean, like, is like, he actually that a terrorizes, Terrorizing is your sentient, town. Is it big a wheel. sentient wheel? Uh, let's see. Big Wheel is a Marvel comic supervillain appearing in the American comic book. Okay, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't help at all. Fictional character biography. Uh, Jackson Wessel? Pollock. I can't. My eyes are too bad. you got to read that. Uh, Jackson Wessel is a businessman who is embezzled from his company. This is coming from Wikipedia, so it's <laughs> spotty. No one's going to go and change the Big Wheel <laughs> Wikipedia page. Come on. Well, but no one's also going to check it either. So that's <laughs> what we got to be careful about. Um, for you, that might be called ER as a useful you gotta, you got to speak up. Cause I'm we're trying actually... to, well, I'm trying to see, figure out which is relevant. It's, it's hard. It's... <laughs> <laughs> he's a uh, youthful criminal. Uh, he's, he was the rocket racer. Uh, hmm. 
the I think the rocket racer is the person, and he creates the big wheel. The big wheel is kind of like a it's it's a suit more than anything else. Okay, despairing, Wessel tries <clears throat> to commit suicide, but Rocket Racer prevents him doing from so. doing so. However, Racer is not particularly kind to Wessel, so it's two different people. Disparagingly referring to him as Big Wessel. Wessel. Well, how is it's, it disparaging? It's big, big wheel. W e e l e. I can't see it. <laughs> oh, so his it. name is Wheel. Okay. <laughs> oh. I can't see the screen. That, that makes. You're just adding an S. That's big all. Big Wessel. Because Wessel is Wessel. Wheel is. Just sounds like you're trying to wrestle, but you have a speech impediment. by Rocket Racer's taunts. Wheel visits the mechanical genius and underworld supplier, the Tinkerer. God, so many dynamics going on here. Okay, so this is by far How the this worst Spider-Man. <laughs> The worst Spider-Man villain. with guns and Waldo arms. <laughs> Here, look up right now. Worst Marvel villain ever. And I bet you that it's Jackson, Jackson Wheel. Wessel. Wessel, yeah. And then the, and the Wessel Jackson Wheel. <laughs> oh, you spelled villain wrong, but... That's good, yeah. It's a villain. Thanks for autocorrect. Marvel villains, villains ranked, ranked. Worst to best. This is coming... No, from- this isn't the recent... Oh, um, oh, 2018. Marvel Universe. Yeah, it was 2018. This is in the movies, though. Oh, this is kind of, here's one. This is the comics. from Marvel, so this has got to be. <laughs> so love that oh, when we tried to use our soundboard. Okay, so last Jonas, episode, Jonas, while we're we while waiting up. for this to load, what if you were a supervillain? Because I guess this podcast is what like, is your motivation role. Uh, what would your supervillain motivation be? My supervillain motivation. Wait, one sec. I'm no, gonna see, go this is would the be the best villains. Come on, but it's, it's worst to best. That's worst to best. Like, um, no, that was best uh, of the worst. It's saying best of like the worst people, like best of the villains. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> I get so good. <laughs> trying to think of like things that. Like my pet yeah. peeves, Screen road rage, and yeah, I would be, I'd be the guy that, uh, I don't know, it would be like some of my my biggest pet peeves, to smite those that smite, that use both instead of both. <laughs> you say both. Sometimes. Oh my god. I don't right, know. Guys, I so don't you know. destroy yourself. Is this gonna be our? This, the first this might be our first, mind. the first hunger bear podcast countdown. Okay. We have no. Go to ten. Living. Go to ten. Go to ten. That is actually your razor. We'll do a bonus one at the end. Oh come on, come on, Wi-Fi. Come on, Wi-Fi. 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 Come on. Hey, free gift. Okay, here we go. We know number ten is. Do you want to do like a drum roll or anything? No, no, just go ahead. We'll do drum roll for number one. Number ten, the Matador. Number ten of the worst Marvel. I thought it was worst to best. Uh, worst Marvel. Yeah, this is just the worst. Time. According to Screen Rant, this is the worst. So oh, who nice. who is the the Matador? Who is he villain to? Uh, where the lizard is a man who transforms into horrible monster doctor octopus. Maybe we should do top what? five. Not for them. He is simply <laughs> an ordinary <laughs> Spanish bullfighter that has turned to a life of crime. That's <laughs> literally all he is. The matter's so quest no power, really. for an ancient place of or ancient piece of lost treasure, 
<laughs> oh, he's, Captain, he's America. Captain America. Oh, so his superpower is just greed. And that he's foreign, he's fighting Captain America, that's why he's yeah, a villain. keeping it cultural, dude. Yeah, that's, that's pretty... Okay. All right, guys. Number nine. Leapfrog. <laughs> yes. Avengers. Yay. That's it's, just what it says. What the heck? Oh, my gosh. Is he actually a frog? Is Billy... His ability to jump when high be inventor, fairly useful. When penniless inventor Vincent Patillo runs out of patience at his lack of success, he decides to turn to a life of crime. Using a set of coils that he'd been developing to create jumping springs, he brands himself as a leapfrog and is almost instantly beaten up by Daredevil. <laughs> After a horribly unsuccessful attempt at a life of crime, Patillo ends up in prison. Here we go. So just totally pointless. Still. Num- number eight, Stilt Man. <laughs> All of these are just guys with, like, props. Well, no, this guy yeah. looks like, he almost looks like an Iron Man. He just, just with wants to be taller than everybody. Legs. <laughs> when Daredevil's his nemesis. Stilt Man. Is this Daredevil? Man. No, this is Stilt Man. And kind no, of hydraulic he hires lawyer Matt Murdock to sue his former from. employer. Isn't Matt Murdock Daredevil? Uh, yes, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, it's Daredevil. Okay. Yep. okay. All right, go, go to the top three now. Wow. We want to skip We want to skip typeface? Yes, we're not going to go through the Rocket Racer. Big oh, Wheel. Big, big Wheel is the top five. <laughs> See? Uh, big Wheel. Big, big Wheel is number five. About him. Read a little bit more about him. Also, Daredevil. Yeah. Oh, why are all these Daredevil? Right. Apparently, I mean, the, whoever that wrote Daredevil series. just sucked. <laughs> Be, because that, that was my point with Venom. When you have a, I mean, Daredevil almost feels like at times an, an anti-hero. When you have, you know, a villain or a tortured soul as the protagonist, it's hard to juxtapose them with another villain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's hard that to have sense. to have a protagonist who is has entered turmoil, and then also have like an an indisputable villain juxtaposed against them as someone who like is okay obviously this is the villain and then we're also gonna like you can't you can't go through all those dynamics very well or you can't go <laughs> I was God. waiting for you to look at it. He looks we're like Waluigi jacked. <laughs> yeah it's absolutely Waluigi. So we're looking at number four. Number four is Batrock the Leaper. Bat Dude rock. can what jump. What the heck? And he Why are they all just like crazy legs? Is there? Is oh, there training in French kickboxing? That's actually awesome. Uh-huh. Like, what is the difference between so kickboxing high. and French kickboxing? Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. Uh, he's got a he's got a goatee. He's got it's an ugly costume. I think that's I think that's why he's number four. But. Is that a dog? <laughs> In the world, <laughs> we got a dog. That's gotta be that's gotta be that's number one on our villain list. Dog man, <laughs> Sally is just wants to be on our podcast. Uh, <laughs> Ruby Thursday. What the heck is that? Where Ruby Tuesday came from? <laughs> just better than <laughs> just came before Ruby oh, Thursday man. here. So Ruby this... Thursday, the rolls aren't nearly as good. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, this man. one looks right, terrible. Who's this villain to? Uh, wait, what? <laughs> okay. I don't know we're allowed to talk about this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it. A little bit racy Camistro. Yeah. Like, number two is Camistro. That, He's a chemist? Uh, oh, Jonas, this is who your your villain would be. With his alchemy gun. This Curtis, is hey, guys, you. hey, guys. How do you. 
How do you? Okay, uh, this is gonna be, this is gonna this be, be a terrible joke. <laughs> what do you do with a dead chemist? Um, None of us know anything about chemistry. You heal him. Heal no, him. No, no, no. You bury him. Oh, <laughs> oh, <that's> so <laughs> And you, 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 you titanium. Yeah, you uh, are definitely the worst villain of all time. Yes. Uh, who's this guy bad to? Um, <laughs> he's bad, he's bad. bad to the bone, I'm baby. Bad. I'm bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> 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 just okay, so let's number just skip to number one here. Oh my god. Number one. What, we're gonna roll, give a drum roll, please. Number one, I'm coming to a conclusion. <laughs> conclusion. Conclusion is number one on the oh, wait, wait, worst so villains of all time. Do we want to guess what this guy did before we actually read and figure out who it was? He concluded his. I think this demise. man has already dragged on far too long. <laughs> Not every supervillain can be Magneto, and that's okay. <laughs> well, any of the villains on this list are downright awful. Comics are a space for wacky and wonderful ideas, while none of these villains are likely to be appearing as major threats. Wait, so this doesn't have any details. Okay, he's concluded. a Spider-Man villain. No, go down, go down a little bit. God, this screen. In many cases, while originally these villains were intended as serious threats, subse- subsequent writers have turned them into jokes, with Spider-Man actively mocking characters like Big Will for their... <laughs> Again, Big Will comes up for their idiotic attempts at villainy. They, didn't, they don't tell us anything yeah, we about need, we, We've right. got to do some research right. conclusion here. We'll, uh, we'll Let's come, come back to a conclusion here. Oh, gosh. Anyways. I don't know if I want to. Um, With this. I feel like is. I could be a better villain than a lot of these people. It's, it's funny because not only did someone think, wow, hey, this would be a good villain, but then, too... People got behind them, being like, yes, like, let's this design is a him. good idea. And went down this whole rabbit trail of, all right, what's his, you know, villainy power and Was that a Stanley costume character? and... Okay. I think it's all in the costume, honestly, for, for villains. It's all in the costume. Okay, so we're not even getting anything on, on conclusion. He's got to be... We villain. won't. We won't. So he's got to only here. appear in one. Well... That's, that's a disappointment. That's really sad. They give you all these backgrounds on all of them, and then you get to one, and it's like, well, that was it. <laughs> and I guess that's we'll, all you get. We'll never know. Conclusion. The conclusion okay. is just one satisfying. It's, yeah, it's almost like evil genius. Yeah. Not to spoil it for you. Um, I'm really not looking forward to the end of it now. You're yeah. just kind of bumming me out. All right, so, Caleb, I'm sorry to bum you out. Yes. Um, what have you been What have you been Entertained by recently What have you been watching It's kind of Our like Standard It's kind of our standard uh, Question <laughs> Question <laughs> To um, Yes Or like or like You know New New people in the podcast What have you what Been have entertained I been entertained by, by? Um, I don't want to spoil it Because I know Dante Was really excited About talking about it For us But uh, Keller, you and me both been watching. Uh, we just finished the first season of The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, yeah. And I, I really enjoyed it. I think you did, too. Um, Dante's been kind of nagging. Yeah, you don't know me. It. You don't know me. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> I, I was really... I, I'm trying to, to remember this girl's name. Um, the actress? Yeah, the leading actress. She's she's, all, she's really young. Yeah. This yeah, is her first big she's, thing. 
Uh, I think it is. Let's see, pull it up. Yeah, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, um, season one is out on Amazon Prime, correct? Yes, sir. Um, and Yer. I think season two, the trailer is out right now, but there's only one season out right now. Um, you want to so what's describe, the basis describe of this? what it's about? Yeah, so basically this this takes place in the 50s, I want to say. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Uh, New York City. So it's you've got this, you know, well-off Jewish family, um, young married couple. They've oh, got two on. two young kids. Well, it's <laughs> yet background. Um, and so you've got this lady whose husband is an aspiring comedian. He's really not that good. He's a he's a wealthy businessman, but he's a bad comedian. And his life just kind of goes off the rails, starts, you know, he gets with his secretary, decides to leave her. <laughs> Who can like, relate, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, she's like, okay, whatever. She, in a drunken stupor, goes to the, the bar that they're always hanging out at trying to do comedy. That's, um, that's how you... Comedy is, is a way of life. They're trying, they're trying to comedy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's um, comedy, guys. And she just is excellent. And we even watch it, and we're cracking up. Like, this is actually, it would be a great stand-up routine. Yeah. Um, and so the rest of the season just kind of follows her on this journey to, like, figure out what her life is going to become. She's now a single mother with these two young kids and a family that's really not fired up about her situation at the same time she's learning that you know she's really wanting to get into comedy and uh, I think it actually I don't think this is really a spoiler because it, it happens in, in episode one um, it actually gives a lot of I think um, insight or or it does a lot more justice to divorce than hmm. I mean almost any show I've, I've seen where in episode one, as Caleb was describing, um, you know, at the end of episode one, they she finds out her her um, husband her is. husband's been cheating, and so they, anyways, through, through the whole first season, are going through a divorce. But it almost seems like it's actually it's it's almost one of the only shows I've seen that actually focuses on almost the fallout mm-hmm. of divorce, and it's I wouldn't say it's refreshing because it's honestly pretty stressful. But it's it's kind of cool to see that like, you know, there is this this really big dynamic that, you know, they they give a lot of credit to and they actually do they explore really well I think. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I would absolutely agree with that. So the leading actress, her name is Rachel Brosnahan. I think that's pronounced right. Brosnahan. Brosnahan. <laughs> Brosnahan. Um, <laughs> it doesn't work at all. But, um, yeah, she's. I think this is definitely. She's been in other, uh, other big time. I'm trying, to, like, but she it. is Miss Maisel. Like, that's yeah, what she, she's known for. This is her first time in a leading role, and she's absolutely killed it. I mean, yeah. she's she was nominated, I think, already for, uh, for an Emmy and a couple other awards. Yeah, she's a killer, and she plays a killer. Absolutely. Oh. Well, but we were also talking That's about I mean, a lot of the supporting actors killer are killer. excellent. Like her dad, we crack oh, up consistently. He played a monk. My favorite character in the show is Tony Shalhoub, um, playing her father. And I, I, I mean, can you look up? Is Tony Shalhoub actually Jewish? Because I mean, I think he plays a character pretty similar to 
um, Monk, um, Adrian Monk, um, which obviously he plays as well. But no, he's not dead. Okay, uh, so I was like, oh gosh. And then no. Jesse Barnes says, is Tony Shalhoub dead? Um, but uh, oh. I think he plays a pretty similar character, but honestly, he plays, I mean, not to, not to be offensive here, but like the Jewish father, he plays incredibly well. And I don't mm-hmm. know if he's actually Jewish, but... Um, it's it's a really cool it's a really interesting it's almost my favorite part of the show actually at this point is I wait for his scenes um, because it feels like you know my one of my favorite shows Monk um, a pretty similar character. I'm trying to figure out it's kind of hard to find celebrities religious backgrounds because none of them ever I mean yeah there's only 48,600 results in .45 (laughs) seconds so I feel like this TV screen is actually kind of do you think it's actually improving the podcast sure I mean sure uh, that doesn't sound like a very yeah so all this is that he I mean I appreciate when you can pull up information and we can look at and just keep on going on a conversation I don't believe he is um you don't. I, mean, think he's I, I know that he he is. I, I do believe. He what is. is the the origin of the last name Shalub? That's gonna this, is, this is a huge <laughs> rabbit trail. <laughs> we're we're going down, <laughs> and some people don't even know who I mean, this guy this is. Spelling bee, I would ask for for what language is it from? Um, and only you would really. Yeah, it's maybe not you would only really Shalub. care. But I don't know. <laughs> Much our listeners are sitting down like pins and needles. Like, is he Jewish? I don't know. I don't it's even like know who this actor it's like is. is. Tony Shalhoub. They're just looking up who Tony Shalhoub is, and they see his picture and being just like, just look at hey. images. And if he's wearing a yarmulke in any of them, then he's definitely Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the first picture he pulls up. He's wearing a yarmulke. I could say. I could oh, tell you his, his parents are Lebanese. Uh, he was born and raised in Wisconsin. Ah, Wisconsin, uh, of course. Uh, the Jewish capital of the United States. <laughs> the Jewish. <laughs> um, we're looking at dozens of pictures. I'm not seeing any yarmulkes. Uh, I don't think. Uh, yeah, hey, think we'll, we'll get back to it. We'll hit you with that fact for those that Look up are really yeah, just we'll on pins go. and needles. <laughs> Okay, well, this was. Uh, <laughs> we should just give We up talked about villains and we talked about Jews. <laughs> um, I think it was pretty productive. And uh, Black Klansmen. <laughs> so we. Um, Black Klansmen. Yeah, we really covered I mean, all the I mean, we bases just here. hit the gauntlet. And tall, slender men. I mean, just. Yeah. Everyone. Caleb, who do you so, think would play a better slender man, me or you? We're both tall men. We're both we're both tall, skinny we're both guys. Pretty slender. I think I'm slenderer. I think slenderer. you are prey well, on people like me. You're you're taller, and so I would say I think taller. What's your weight? Tell me right now. I'm not okay to disclose this information. I'll tell you, I've lost a lot of weight since I got to the ranch. How much that do you weigh? Sure. I got to the ranch right at 200, and now I'm at about 186. Really? I actually weigh yeah. more than you. Well, you're two inches taller, so I'll give you that. Yeah, but, I mean, 
Okay, mm, but it might have been you've gotten fifth. We'll post a picture of you. <laughs> we'll do a before yeah. and after pic. You should. I mean, it's, two, it's, two, it's at least two belt loops worth, so. Wow. Um, I, I am wow. more. I'm I slowly did. becoming Slenderman. I, you need to just. We on, are becoming Slenderman. Put on a, what is a black suit and uh, a or trash just put on bag. Like a, you know, black is pretty slimming. It's incredible. It's slimming. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he's actually like a pretty hefty guy, but he's wearing a black suit, so you can't tell. He's actually just think if he wore that little black dress, he would be even slenderer. Oh, goodness. <laughs> no comment. To answer your question, I think you would make a better slender man. Well, that's hurtful, and I don't really appreciate it. I'm, I'm sorry. That's, that's a trick question. It's the way it is, man. That's just the way it is. Okay, well, we'll post some before and after pics. Uh, I actually had some, some, like, I had a kind of pudgy that's face when I got to the ranch. That's just the way it is. Anyways, anyways, speaking of posting pics, um, Jonas, you want to plug us on our social media? and and If you care to find us and follow us on our social media page, we are at HungryBearPod. That's on Twitter. Do we do Twitter anymore? Is Twitter still a thing? I don't know. It's still a thing. If if you're still on it, follow us anyway. (laughs) If you're still on it, you can find us there. On rare occasions. Um, you can also find us on Instagram, a much more relevant social media po- and uh, outpost. Outpost. And that's also at Hungry Bear Pod. Um, but rate, follow, subscribe, leave some comments. If there's segments and stuff you want to hit us with or we want to talk, you want us to hear us talk about, hey, you know where to contact us. We, do we, we, we have an email, don't we? Um. I think we said we do. I don't we'll leave that in the comments. We'll leave that in the on the uh, iTunes. You can find us on your iTunes podcast app under the Hungry Bear Podcast. I don't know how you're listening you're to it otherwise. <laughs> so tell your friends that's where you can find us. That is our main source. So like us, share us, tell your mother about us. Thank you guys for chilling with us like some villains as we. Good morning, son. How are you? Skies above. Gee, it's great to be alive and love. Good Good morning, son. Good morning. Good, good morning. Good morning, son. How are you? Skies above. It's great to be alive and love Good morning, son Good morning, life Good morning, son How are you? Skies above It's great to be Jeez.